Messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Is your life outside this little cabaret of the mind a continuous reel of small disappointments? A dance macabre? A tale of tragedy? Well, tonight we leave reality behind. In here, everyone is beautiful. Molly is beautiful. The chorus of clowns she chooses to call her friends are beautiful. Even your host is beautiful. But unlike Molly, you can't see me, so you'll just have to take my word for it. I wish I couldn't see you. Tonight, we ask you to leave all your problems at the door. A little cast of characters have more than enough to go around. Sam, there's so many people here. How are we ever going to get him seen? I'm sorry, buddy. You're going to be okay, I promise. What if he's not going to be okay? What if he has concussion? He hit his head pretty hard. What if he has a brain injury? I'll never forgive myself if I he gave him a brain... He doesn't have a brain injury. He was wearing a bucket. It's, it's his arm. It shouldn't be at that weird angle, should it? I, I think it's broken. What if it's multiple fractures? What if his arm is completely useless? What if he was going to be a great concert violinist and now he'll never play again? See? He's blaming me already. You look like you need some help. He's hurt himself. I can see that. Arms really shouldn't bend that way. Follow me to the desk and let's get you in the system. What's the patient's name? Uh, Ulysses. Ulysses Grant. Good name. Sounds like a survivor. We need to get him in to see someone straight away. First up, I need to see your Medicare card, concession cards and any details of insurance. Where's my purse? I don't have my purse. I didn't bring it, did I? Why am I such a mess of a human being? Dee, I brought your purse. I've got your cards. Can you tell me what happened? Uh, he was walking, jumping, on the back of the couch. We were talking, arguing. I wasn't looking and he fell and it's all my fault. No, no, it's not. Don't listen to her. She's upset. She's talking crazy. I was taking care of him. I started the argument. I'm to blame. Sam, you don't have to say it's that. It's true. It's all my fault. Okay, well now we've established blame for something that clearly is an accident. Is there any dizziness? No. Vomiting? No. Slurred speech? Speech seems fine for a healthy three-year-old daredevil. My guess is he doesn't have concussion, but we need to get an X-ray and set that arm. So take a number and take a seat. We'll get to you as soon as we can. Our new roommate really does like his rest, doesn't he? So how long do you think we'll be staying in this salubrious establishment? As long as it takes for me to put my life back together. So quite some time then. I'm sorry the fact that my life hitting the skids has negatively affected your comfort levels. Why don't you make like Mr. Cellophane and fade away? <coughs> now look what you've done. He's going to wake up and catch me arguing with myself like one crazy dame. For those who are just joining us, I'm Molly. 
The queen of catalogues, the babe of bookshelves, the librarian of lonely hearts, Miss Molly Maguire. Do you mind? I'm not talking to you right now. I'm the one in the spotlight of this little musical melodrama. Not only did my good-for-nothing ex break my heart, but he also kicked me out, giving me no option but to move in, temporarily, with one of my bosom buddies, Zach, who, also down on his luck, has just moved back in with his family. Now, I'm stuck on his top bunk while Zach snores below, and the imaginary version of my ex continues to drive me toward the booby hatch. Are you done gabbing to the suckers and saps that make up the audience in this smoky psychological saloon? Here I thought I was your only imaginary confidant. Shut up and keep watch. I'm going to make a break for it. Ouch! You look very fetching in that nanonite. Clumsy, but fetching. Oh, I didn't think you were awake. I'm a jobless insomniac. I'll probably never sleep properly again. It's very kind of your mum to let me stay. She likes it when I have friends sleep over. She can kid herself that I'm happy and well-adjusted. And thank you for giving me the top bunk. Yeah, it's nice having you sleep on top of me. Hmm. Somehow that came out wrong, didn't it? <laughs> I know what you mean. Hey, Molly. Yes? There's something I should really tell you. What? I'm first in the bathroom. Now he's gone. We can snoop. No, we can't. Don't you want to find out all his dirtiest secrets? Absolutely not. He must be hiding something. We can't, Snoop. It's it's not right. Aren't you curious? Of course I am. You don't want to be living with a serial killer, do you? Zach isn't... There could be body parts stashed all over this place. Stop it. He could be combing his vest of human hair right now. All right, where do we start? What about that enormous cupboard with private keep out? That means you, mother, scribbled all over it. Ooh. Now, what do you think is in there? Despicable boy things. Like filthy underpants and blow-up women. Yuck, I don't even want to touch it now. But if you don't touch it, how are we going to find out what's inside? Hurry up, we're running out of time. I can't. Just a peek. Oh, okay. Hey, Molly, the shower's all... Oh. Oh, God. Molly, please. It's not what you think. Zach, why do you have a cupboard full of pictures of me? I've always thought you were very photogenic. There must be hundreds of pictures in here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the perennial Peter Pan, the man with the magic camera, the loser in life and love, the amazing Zachary, attempts an explanation. Molly, please, let me explain. Some might call it an obsession, but I call it... Before magically making his best friend disappear! Zach, I have to go. Stupid for not locking the cupboard. Sorry about the wait. Is he going to be okay? He's never been this quiet. That's a bad sign, right? Doctor said he's fine. No signs of concussion, but we're going to have to set that broken arm. <laughs> Hey, Ulysses, you want to come with me? We need to put that arm in armour. And Persephone, do you want to come too? Persephone? My name's not Persephone. Oh, it says on his paperwork his mum's name is Persephone, I know. You're not his mother? No. Then who are you? Yeah, who are you? I'm his... <clears throat> I'm his grandmother. 
And now the face that launched a thousand quips, our aging Aphrodite, our decrepit divinity, our very own Delilah, finally faces the music. Yes, I'm his grandma. No, no. Oh, so now you decide to say something. Oh, right. And you are? His grandfather. Sam, you don't have yep, to... Yep, I'm his gramps, his granddad, his dear old poppy Sam. Well, Nan and Pop, if one of you wants to bring him through, we'll fix his wing in no time. Hi, you've called Dee. I'm probably dealing with a major crisis, but leave a message and I'll get back to you when life returns to... Well, at least I'm here for you. You know, when we were together, I always thought your friends weren't worth a damn. Oh, come on, Mole, cheer up. You've still got me. The fact that my only friend is imaginary and a constant reminder of my failed relationship. Heck, my failed life is not a big consolation right now. Mole, it was a good thing finding out that your little buddy is really a camera-wielding psycho before it's more than photos dismembered in that cupboard. I didn't even let him explain. What explanation could there be? Whoops, I tripped over and my camera accidentally went off several hundred times. He's probably lonely. I think it's best we never see him again. I can understand that. So, from now on, it's just you and me, kid. After all, I'm the girl who is so lonely, she's sitting here talking to nothing. Molly, I can fix... No, you can't. You can't heal someone's emotional state the same way you sell real estate. I'm not a solidly constructed renovator's dream who can be returned to her former glory with a bit of TLC. Molly, that's not... Fair? You're right. But I'm rapidly learning life isn't. Look at me. I gave you everything. My love, my devotion, the best years of my life. Who is going to love me now? I love you, Molly. You don't exist. You're in my life because the person you represent found someone better. I knew I was only ever average. I just didn't know it was you who was going to point it out to me. You can't wallow. It's not... Good for me? I think a wallow is just what I need. So you want to be left alone? Yes. I think I do. Okay. I'll leave you to it. Hi, you've called... Jake? Jake? Are you still there? I guess I really am alone. Employment now! How can I... What are you doing here? You quit. My favourite person in the whole world thinks I'm a super creep. My life is falling apart and I needed someone to talk to. And you chose me. Someone say that's a bad choice. I choose to ignore them. Can we talk? Sorry, folks. This counter's closed. So, Max, what's the problem? Zach. My name is Zach. Of course it is. What's up? My best friend, who happens to be staying with me, found my cupboard full of photographs of her. How many photographs? Like 20? Like several. Hundred. And you took these, why? I was going to have an exhibition. And then you just kept them? I liked having her around. You know, it takes quite some arrogance to stalk this girl then moan about it when she runs away. It's not like that. What's it like then? You like her or something? Or something. And have you ever told her? 
Not in so many words. Then I think you should. She's just broken up with the low-down, dirty creep she called her partner for seven years and got kicked out of her apartment. I don't think my pathetic declaration of devotion is really going to solve her problems right now. So you actually have her best interests at heart? I told you. I like the girl. You know, your devotion for your friend is really very, very touching, Max. Zach! And here's my advice. Say sorry and channel some of that nervous energy into doing something with your life. Then, one day, you might actually deserve someone like her. Like what? Am I here to solve all your problems? You take photos, right? Why don't you do something with it? Make a movie or something. (sighs) And risk the humiliation of proving to myself that I'm a talentless nobody with nothing to say? Or you could wind up like me. I didn't always want to be a counter clerk. I was going to be a ballet dancer. Really? Can you dance? Not a step. Now, go say sorry to your friend. This consultation was free. The next one will cost you a coffee. I had to give him a general to stop him biting the nurses. I just have to wait for him to wake up, then I can take him home. You don't have to stay, Sam. Go home. No, I'll stay. I thought you were still mad at me. Oh, that was such a long time ago. When I was mad at you, you were a mother. Now you're a grandmother. Are you okay? Sam, do you sometimes feel like it's just too hard? What's too hard? I don't know. You you try and try and all you ever seem to do is get older and more tired. And when you do have a moment to stop, all you feel is lonely. I used to feel like that. Until I met you and Yuli. Sam, are you holding my hand? Huh. Delilah, I think I am. Why are you sitting so close to the edge of the duck pond? You don't want to chuck yourself in. It's full of duck poo and soggy bread. You're back. I thought I might have scared you off. Us immaterial beings don't scare off that easily. And neither does he. Hey, Molly. Can I explain? It was nice to see all those photos. It reminded me of how happy I used to be. It started as a project, grew into an obsession and ended by being a way to stay connected. I used to sit in there sometimes and just talk to you. Not weird at all. Shh. I've been a bad friend, haven't I? You were living your life, I get that. It's time I started living mine. I missed out on a lot, trying to prove to myself I could be happy. Just a couple of square pegs. We don't really fit anywhere, do we? It's good we're friends, then. Friends? Always. But, you know, I'm going to have to confiscate that camera, at least while I'm staying with you. Candid snaps while I'm sleeping are out of the question. No, it's okay. I traded it in for this. I've always wanted a Super 8. How would you like me to make you a star? You film me and you die. I've missed you. I've missed you too. Goodbye, cruel world! Just give me a second. What are you doing? Well, I'm guessing that's me done for. I might as well throw myself in. I can have more than one friend, even if one is imaginary. Oh, then what took you so long? You know I hate getting my hair wet. Give me a hug, you strange, strange imaginary man. You still give the best hugs.
Hang on. Are they stones in your pocket or are you just glad to see me? Uh, just because you're the librarian doesn't mean you can hog all the dramatic literary references. Hey, Mal. What are you doing? Talking to my imaginary friend. Uh, hungry? Starving. Let's go home. Mum should have dinner on by now. Would you like to take my arm, milady? I'd be delighted. Are you coming? I thought you'd never ask. Let's all go home, shall we? He's awake and all plastered up. You can take him home. Why is our grandson wearing a dog cone? We didn't want him chewing through the plaster. Meine Damen und Herren, Mesdames et Messieurs, Ladies and Gentlemen, where are your troubles now? Forgotten? I told you so. In here, life is beautiful. Molly is beautiful. Her friends are beautiful. Even you are beautiful. But now, it's time to say Auf Wiedersehen. Are you done? You know we're trying to sleep, don't you? Do you want me to put you in that cupboard? Good night. production starring Kate O'Connor as Molly, Dave Lamb as the two Jakes, Simon Godfrey as Zach, Christina Benton as Delilah, Benji Gronewegen as Sam, Shannon Coolapatch as the counterclerk, and Ulysses as himself, with special guest star Lulu McClatchy as the nurse. This is a five-part audio sitcom that has been written and directed by Perry Cummings and Paul Anthony Nelson, produced by Bronya Doyle, and sound mixed by Christina Benton. Thanks for listening. Please tell your friends we're here and join us for our series finale.